couple times on the training ground, you might have been in a few tussles. And was one time in front of Victory Project children. Did that happen? <laughs> that may have happened. I didn't care for a few tackles and then a, an elbow. Yeah, and uh, I'm not proud of it. I'm not happy. But as I was on top of him, making a, some sort of a chokehold, I look up and there is a uh, group of children on the sidelines looking up at me. <laughs> <laughs> First place in the West, Sporting Kansas City back on top where they belong. Island Polito seems to make the team a lot better, which surprises people. We've got the Fontas feel-good story, Gerso with the cherry on top, and uh, I also want to talk about Jalen Lindsay, who had a nice game last night. So, guys, four goals. That was so much fun last night. Yeah, we really needed that, didn't we? Really needed that. Yeah, I really appreciate them doing all the goals on my end where I had to shoot from. So I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. I didn't even think about that. That was their inspiration, actually. Halftime. How were the yeah. How were the pictures you got? <laughs> yeah, the, the, I'm still going through a bunch of them, but I got a couple of interesting ones, I think. Okay, so let's just start off here with Alan Polito back in the starting eleven and. Four people text me last night during the game and all say something along the lines of, it is crazy how much better this team is with Polito in the lineup, or I can't believe how good Polito is. And I get it. <laughs> I, I understand, you know, the difference in the recent matches up until this one. But, but it's the only like, shocking thing about that is your friends are just coming to that realization. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's true. But, like, I get, you know, I get what they're saying. You understand that sentiment. It's just, it's like, a dramatic yeah. difference. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it's like $10 million. He makes the team $10 million better. He, we should... I think it's only like three or four million better, man. But <laughs> but still, you know, it's. I do like that Polito has proven to the people spending the money and the ones that did give this next level investment, he is showing that if you do take spending to another level – that talent the talent you bring in is another level which is like uh, a, but, a good but money time still coming money time is still coming that's true <laughs> so his goal last night my favorite player i don't know about all time he's he might be my favorite player all time is sergio cunaguero and that goal from polito was very aguero-esque just a man born to score goals got the ball in the box it didn't matter if his back was turned or if he had people all around him. He did what he had to do to face the goal and get the ball across the line. I just love that we have a guy that was born to score goals, and he does it. He knows where that goal is, that's for sure. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it took a couple tries, but yeah. <laughs> we had more that's... shots on goal last night than we've had in a long time. Yeah, and it was starting to feel like all of those other games – but that's why they bought Alan Polito was to fix that game. And, <laughs> and, he, and he did. So it works. Spending money works, guys. And once you open it up, it opens up. That's, that's always the problem is getting that first one. Yeah, and that's, that's the way it has always been for sporting, seemingly. Well, can we talk quickly about that front three, though? I mean, that's a pretty dangerous front three. Yes, Busio on the left, Johnny on the right, and Polito in the middle. That's that's formidable. But also, so is 
you know, so is Kyrie Shelton on the left instead of instead of Busio. <laughs> well, he's gonna bring that just completely more punishing kind of style than than Busio will bring. So Yeah, that's I thought it was really funny. I was I was searching for the right gift that that uh you know symbolizes what I was trying to do, but I couldn't find one. It's just so funny, like, you know, you're down I think they were down at two to nothing at that point when Kyrie came in. And it's just like if you're down two to nothing against this team that has just been dominating you and then you bring in Kyrie Shelton, that just oh my gosh. That just has to be such a punch in the face. And almost literally to Rubio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Actually he just extended his arm, but it was legit. Yeah. All right. Did you see, that? Did you see the hate guys. for Rubio on the on the comments? Oh no, I didn't. On the Blue Testament, yeah. <laughs> I was now that he's on the other team. I really can't stand him. People said, <laughs> "Yeah, I didn't yeah, like I, his antics. I didn't like his <laughs> antics here, but now I hate him." Yeah, <laughs> I, I am. I do not like like him at all. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of him here, and he, his, that is a good way to put it. His antics, just his mannerisms, annoy me on the field. I don't like him. I don't like the way Wait he carries minute. himself. Who's all the people calling for him to start all the time when he was here? Um, <laughs> yeah. There was that brief period he had the a good goals per 90 off the bench, and that was yeah. when he was. Yeah, and yeah. he always scored off the bench, and when he started, he didn't score. So he was a good off-the-bench guy. Uh, man, how far we've come. Hoping Diego Rubio turns a corner and becomes a really good striker versus, <laughs> versus a, a badass Mexican Alan Pulido. Okay, yeah, let's move on to uh, Andrea Fontes, the feel-good story. He was was seemingly in the doghouse for a long time, at the bottom of the pecking order for Vermees, and then working his way back, got hurt, and finally made his way back to the bench and got his moment, and it paid off. Ball fell to him in the box, and he put it home. That was glorious. It was a nice finish, too. I mean, it wasn't easy. Wasn't he? The ball was like really high up. He had to strike it like at the height of his hip, which a yeah. defender a defender is often gonna mess that up. <laughs> and he's got a wee bit higher hip than others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many forwards would have just placed that over the net, like you know, like fifty Diego, feet over, like Diego Rubio? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Jerso, uh, Johnny Russell, Kyrie. Yeah, we can probably <laughs> name. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about Jerso later. I don't is Jerso is making sure that we're not allowed to like make that joke about him anymore. I hope so. <laughs> I yeah, hope anyway. I hope so. Anyway, Thad, you were mentioning uh, Fontes, his post game presser. Yeah, he was. Uh, somebody asked a question about how he was. Uh, you know how it felt to get over the injury and stuff and he kind of talked a little bit about how nobody really knows how it felt except maybe his wife and kids because he was going so long without playing and he was hurt and trying to recover. Cause I think he's been hurt a lot more than people even realize. I th so he's been struggling for really, even before he came here with some injuries. So if he was health, if he's healthy, he is definitely competing for a starting spot. If he's healthy and back to his form. He's still not going to be the fastest guy in the world, but a little speed around him, he yeah, could be the, really, really good. That all cannot be discounted. I mean, he, his family had been here for a year at that point, but you know, they're 
in a foreign land across the world. A pandemic has broken out. He's he's struggling. He's not on the field. He's injured. Like that, that's uh, that takes a lot of mental strength there to stay on top of it and get back in the good eyes of Vermees. I think. Hmm, that could be an article, huh? Yeah, I was mentioning that earlier. Somebody um, should write that. Yeah. We should just like speak it out here and pretend we wrote it. <laughs> yeah, and see, I don't even know. I don't even want to say he's in the doghouse. I think just because of his injuries, he wasn't. Perf- you know, there's a difference between being in the doghouse because of mental mistakes and then and being hurt and not being able. To- yeah, yeah, he maybe, made- maybe not the doghouse, but he definitely was at the bottom of the center back depth chart, or he fell to that far at one point whether it was because of injury or what so okay also it stands out that Beasler, yeah how's he feeling oh reed's injured fontas not me yeah that's so someone I, i was having this conversation last night that you know somebody was like how the hell is fontas in this game all of a sudden and <laughs> You know, it's that that is telling that Beesler wasn't in the lineup. Graham Smith wasn't yeah. in the lineup. Two guys that, you know, even this year, this season, uh, Vermees has trusted for multiple games in a starting role back there, and now and now Fontes is the is apparently the the number three. <laughs> <laughs> or or has he or has interesting he interesting, and whose contract comes up at the end of the year? Hmm. Just looking at the pedigree of the two players, Fontas and Winston Reed, those two at their best, that could be a, a very formidable center back pairing. Two big dudes, two uh, well-trained guys that have, you know, had a lot of experience yeah. in, in, you know, tougher yeah. places, so... I, I would kind of just took exactly what I was going to get to there, Cody. Was oh. that that too may be the center back pairing at the last game going into the playoffs uh, if they're both healthy? Fontas uh, Fontas <laughs> is the left. Yeah, there's a big caveat there. Fontas <laughs> on the left center back. Reed is the right center back. Fontas uh, dribbling the ball up and making some passes with his buddy Ilya. Uh, Reed covering and because and he can go forward. Uh, both it, Reed has a little more speed than Fontas and in the size and with size some, that's where I'm at with some speedy Dia on the left to help cover and they can both score in the box Reed and uh, Fontas so hey there you go yeah we now know that <laughs> <laughs> and someone else we now know that can score that I've always doubted that is Gerso the Gerso was on display put the cherry on top of the game last night and I'm taking a little bit of the credit because I was like, <laughs> I was like grunting and and like screaming at him to keep that position and keep riding off that challenge. So it was my my I willed him to stay in front on that play. I'm taking some of the credit there, but that was that was beautiful and generally a play that he messes up at the very end. Am I wrong about that? You know, I think he didn't think about it. I think he just did what came natural to him at the moment, and that's what he needs to do. He had Just no time to think about it. <laughs> yeah. anytime, anytime he's left in the open and has a second, then he'll mess up. <laughs> yeah. there, were, there were defenders on his ass the whole time from midfield. <laughs> so you're right. He didn't have time to think about it. He just was playing soccer and yeah. played at home. Do you think that was a chip or is that a lift? How yeah, would you quanti- thing, right? qualify? Which one? That's like the same thing, isn't it? Is it? Okay. We'll say, what's the difference? 
Well, lift is more of a distinct lifting of your foot to lift the ball over. A chip is more of a one quick hit that does the same thing. What What are you declaring is more difficult? Oh, gosh, in that moment, I would think the lift would be more difficult because yeah, you would have yeah. to – it takes a little more time to At do that. Speed, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but time slows down for him. He's so fast that time is slower <laughs> for him. Yeah. He has time to, like, read a book. That's why he sometimes messes up. He pauses to, like, read a book. <laughs> did you see Did you see his uh, celebration? I missed it until I was watching the, like, post-game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he, no yeah, and <laughs> – like just my dumb ass. I watched that and I was like, I was like, oh cool, he did the emojis. He did the monkey emojis. <laughs> and then and then Nate and then Nate explained it for me. And I understand. I know that those monkeys are hear no evil, see no evil. Like I know that that's what the <laughs> those emojis. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like make make that connection there. And yeah, he did it in the Black Lives Matter shirt. So that was yeah. that was cool. I dig it. I, I, I wish that this was the video call because I so facepalmed when Cody thought that was the emojis. Was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm not entirely wrong. It is the emoji. That's what the emojis are symbolizing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Black Lives Matter did, maybe I just noticed this for the first time. Maybe I just don't notice it before because it, they've been there. But the rapid players, some of them faced the flag during the anthem, others faced away. I thought that was interesting. Oh, I had not – I haven't been paying that close attention. Yeah, yeah, they were all kneeling, but some were facing away from the flag purposely. Actually, that's, that's been a, a, a weird thing all this year because uh, initially – because traditionally when the the national anthems play, the players, uh, like, turn and just face the one end. But some of them will so, – some teams will face just the sideline. So it's it's been kind of a weird thing. And then with players kneeling – some kneeling, most kneeling, but not all. Some teams kneeling, not all. It's been a very hit or miss thing. But sporting has very much in the last few games all turned and knelt towards the flag. So I think it's that that effort to show they're not disrespecting the flag right. or the anthem, but still getting in the protest at the same time. So I think that's where they're they're doing that. And the other team doesn't know what they're doing. So yeah. some of them copy it, some don't. That's what I was <laughs> going to say. That might just like – yeah, that, that might make other teams look bad, not intentionally, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's have a Jalen and Lindsay appreciation hour here. The game started. The first note that I wrote down of this game was how terrible of a cross that Jalen Lindsay had. And I was like, all right, come on. The early one, yeah. Well, I was like, we need you to be better than this. And then, yeah, as the game went on, he, he, played, he played really well, turned in a really good performance there. Some good defensive moments and, and on the attacking end as well. I mean, who didn't have a good game last night? But, yeah. The referee. <laughs> early, oh, especially. I thought it was going to be a disaster early on. Yeah, that's but, another yeah. one. Twitter was Twitter was ablaze with with people complaining about the referee again and tinfoil hats and they're against us. And <laughs> In in some fairness, because I, I, I had the same criticism, like why didn't he make that uh, same yellow to Warner as he did to Dia? Looking at the photos – this morning um i see dia more in the air coming in than warner coming through on the ground sliding in so there was perhaps because i have almost the exact same angle on both of those plays um maybe he saw that just a little bit differently like dia was a little more reckless than warner was 
That was Warner Amstel, right? I think it was. Not making it. Yeah, it was. For referees, yeah. dude. All right, it's, back to Lindsay. Sorry to interrupt there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I mean that is exactly what we need. There's really no there's no other option right now. He if this team is gonna is gonna win a trophy here, he has to turn in performances like that. Yeah, he was agreed. Pretty much the entire back line was good. So mm-hmm. I mean, if you uh, you were asking who was not good, yeah, yeah uh, it's hard. It's hard to Punchech, say. Punchech and Busio somehow were the only two on foot mob that did not get a like a seven plus rating yeah it, it, it's bad to say busio wasn't good last night because he was good he just wasn't wasn't as good so here's a real question though was sporting good or was colorado bad or <laughs> sporting was good i firmly will answer that question that sporting was good Polito's back on the back in the team and I, I, nobody, nobody doubts how good this team is when he is out there. So, well, I think one thing I noticed that was different, and, and I think it's the Polito factor, is that we played a lot more balls in a penetrating nature through the middle instead of just kind of skirting the wings and trying to put a cross in. I think that changes a lot with Polito in the lineup. Yeah, and maybe passes from Roger Espinoza as opposed to where where Busio was generally going with it. Yeah, could be. Yeah, Roger is pretty insightful. The one clear man of the match. Who was it? Oh gosh, I'll give it to Polito. Robert. Mm, three. You go fast. I gotta one. think about no, that. No, 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 no. Three, two, one. Go. <laughs> gut instinct. Go. A gut instinct is either Polito or Russell. I think Russell is very active. Uh, he attracts so much attention, and that opens things for others. So I'll not go Polito, with Russell. I'll go with Fontas because he didn't even know he was going to be starting, and he comes in and plays that well. <laughs> Feel good, Fontas. I like it. Okay. So be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. And we'll talk to you next week. Go Sporting! Anything to shake this